now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. And welcome to the week three recap, week four preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your commissioner, Dean, as always, joined by my color commentator, Polly. How are you doing, Polly? Always and forever. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing uh, great. Coming off a pretty high week three, which I think I'll dive right into oh, because at the top of my list, yeah. you know, a team I thought had a pretty good lineup and actually had a pretty good. Uh, showing this past week with 115.7 points was Project Badass, but I, I put the whooping on him. My Metroville Heroes putting up 192 this week. Yeah, you really did. Um, some of our predictions, uh, Roethlisberger would be big. Not quite. Uh, the Pats D needs to step up. They did. The San Diego yep, yep. D is bad. That was. The Bills <laughs> D can't stop running backs. Uh, they kind of did. Um, the Cardinals D would have no turnovers. That was incorrect, although the interception they had was basically a punt. The Jets would have a tough time in Kansas City. That is understating. Yeah. Uh, you switched out Fleener. That was a mistake. Oops. <laughs> I know. I and, could have broken 200. <laughs> and the quarterbacks were key. It actually wasn't. <laughs> the quarterbacks no, were not key no. in your game. No, not when you have Marvin Jones putting up 42 and a half. Yeah. So um, for the picks for that, uh, you went with you. I went with the badass. You were correct. So congratulations on your correct and your victory. All right. Well, uh, you know, one thing I noticed before I move on to make it Pink's big win over Tucker's luck was that the top seven scoring teams this week yep. all won, which is pretty rare in fantasy sports. So That is. Yeah, there wasn't any one that like won, lost by five. It was like the third highest score. Uh, that yeah. typically is how I lose. Not. And I mentioned that just because I noticed that Project Badass was like the eighth or ninth scoring team. They were right on that brink, and I, right. I was I thought they had a pr- pretty good week, but a, quite a few teams had a good week. So, uh, yeah, one of those teams that did get the victory, make it pink, one twenty three to ninety eight and a half over Tucker's this week bad luck. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, we'll go back to some of our predictions. Uh, Wilson is hurt. I mean, he was already right. at sixteen and a half points, um, but you know, he definitely beat Marcus Mariota. We said that was going to be a key to the game. Um, the quarterback and Mariota really got. Um, kind of shellacked um, playing Oakland. Oakland defense, um, I said it was trash. It wasn't against ten, uh, Tennessee, uh, really. It only gave up 10 points, um, so that was really good. Uh, we said that uh, Kansas City gives up points in droves. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they do, but not against the Jets. I told you the Jets are terrible at Arrowhead. Right. Uh, we said Jason Witten would be the key to the game. He had two receptions. Uh, not a lot there. Uh, we said that Ezekiel Elliott would go off. Uh, didn't play. Well, yeah, 140 <laughs> yards is a heck of a performance. Yeah. You know, just uh, you, you know, fantasy sports, a lot of it has to do with getting in the end zone. He hasn't been able to really do that consistently. No. Um, Forte to struggle. Well, you got that one right. Um, Antonio Brown leads the star power. Holy hell, 27 points. Um, yeah, it's not a bad leading, outing at all. Leading Tucker's luck. But that 27 points was not enough to overcome Make It Pink. Uh, for the predictions, I picked Tucker's Luck, and so did you. So we were both wrong on that one. Well, again, it's hard to predict 35 out of a defense, but heck of a win, though. Yeah. And, uh, 
Moving on, Scott's Cruisers. Uh, this was one of the closer games of the week. 128.7 over Dixie Landing Alligators, 115.9. Yeah, uh, one of the predictions we made is that a 2-0 team would be 3-0. We were both correct. Um, another prediction would be that um, a Scott would win, and we were correct. Um, two for two this game. I, yeah, I actually gave this game a subtitle, A Scott Will Rise. And rise he did. Uh, <laughs> um, we, 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 uh, a couple predictions. We said it was going to be a quarterback battle, Matt Ryan against Aaron Rodgers. Um, I said that Aaron Rodgers has been bad this season. He told me to relax, um, and scored 28 points. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Ryan has been really good. They were going to have a shootout in the dome, um, on Monday night. And they did, um, was not disappointed. Matt Ryan with 22 points. Um, we said that the Washington cornerbacks are trash. Yeah, they kind of held the Giants really in check and picked off Eli Manning twice, I believe. Um, we said that Indianapolis scares no one. Uh, eh, well, that that kind of, well, yeah. And uh, you said that Melvin Gordon and the tight ends can negate each other. Well, we had uh, Greg Olson and uh, Ethan Ebron, and they kind of negated each other. Yeah. 12.4 <laughs> to 11.9. So, you know, give you credit for that one. Um, as for the actual predictions, we both said Scott's Cruisers would win, and we were right. Well, I uh, have to mention this game, Paulie. Sorry, but uh, totally radical Islam gave you a pretty good lump in uh, one twenty three point three to eighty four point two for your music marauders. Yeah, not a, not even close. Um, basically, if I did not have a player that was a bill, they didn't score. Um, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor had you know a respectable seventeen points. Um, some of the things we said that would be a key, um, I had put in, um, uh, Asiago cheese, um, as, as one of my running backs. Um, yeah. And pulled him out cause he didn't do too well. So, you know, it was one of those late, late decisions I made to put in Dexter McCluster who <laughs> did nothing. You swapped out Asiata's 2.9 and got McCluster's 2.9. Yeah. So neither one of them was the key to the game. <laughs> Um, uh, Chris, you know, uh, or Julian Edelman had, had actually a subpar 9.2 for him. Uh, I said Chris Hogan would be a difference maker. Nope. Uh, Buffalo D, though, 22 points, which was really good. It was 10 more than the Colts defense gave to um, totally radical Islam. Um, but, you know, he had LaShawn McCoy, who did go off. Um, you know, we were both wondering, me more than you, um, again, because of my rooting interest, how he would do against a really good Cardinals team. Cardinals defense looked like trash. Um, they were completely befuddled by the Bills offense. Um, I don't know if it was the tempo. Couldn't. I don't know if it was the travel from west to east. Couldn't tell you. But uh, between LaShawn McCoy's nearly 30 points, Zach Miller's nearly 30 points, um, and you know Derek Carr with 14.4, I just couldn't. I just couldn't overcome that. So congrats. I picked me. You picked totally radical Islam. You again. Got it right. Yeah, I mean the Thursday night game. You know they're they're often not high scoring. I know we got burnt. I know we got burned on that two weeks ago, but you know the the Patriots had that twenty seven nothing victory, and I think they just got out to such an early lead. It killed you with those two receivers. Yeah, it really did. And you know they got out to an early lead. They had the backup quarterback go in who did not pass the ball very much, but he didn't have to. They were playing with a lead, and um, unfortunately for the Texans, you know we hate injuries, but um, you know their star player JJ Watt on the defensive um, on the defensive line there. Uh, will be out for the season on IR with uh, a re-aggravation of his uh, bulging disc problem. 
Yeah, I think he came back a little too soon. Just a bit. Coming back to the pack, but still getting the win, Shoreline Taproom, 117.9 over the Monkey, 99.6. Yeah, that, this game was a little bit closer, I think, than we predicted. Um, you know, the Shoreline Taproom clearly with a strong lineup top to bottom, but uh, it was mired in some subpar performance, uh, mainly by Williams, not even breaking double digits. Um, and uh, Walford, which is a name that sounds interestingly familiar to you, um, not even five. Um, on the on on for the predictions, we said Rivers versus Indy would be really big. Uh, Rivers had an okay day. Indianapolis actually played pretty well at home um, defensively uh, from from a fantasy perspective. Um, I said the Philly Den, uh, the Philadelphia defense would be pretending. Uh, not quite. Um, the Philly yeah. defense came to play. Um, yeah, they did. We said that the Packers would bounce back, except for Rodgers. Um, nope. <laughs> Uh, the Packers did, in fact, bounce back, including Rodgers. Um, said Carson Palmer could be, uh, you know, we don't know which one we're going to get, um, but he'll get his numbers. Yeah, the number he got was turnovers. Um, that's yeah, why Carson, yeah, Carson would call some Palmer, you know, he had some yards. He had nearly 300 yards passing, but four interceptions will do that. He got 6.4 points. Um, I have the most interceptions of the week, however. No, he didn't, um, which is which is obscene. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, really it, it came down to, you know, um, it just, just looking at team monkey, it was, it, it got interesting with his Emmanuel Sanders, 34.7 points, Monster. Game. but cannot compete with Jordy Nelson, cannot compete with Philip Rivers, cannot compete with, uh, Robinson. I just massive double digit points. So, uh, yeah, Shoreline yeah. Taproom squeaked it out. It's got to hurt, though, when he looks to his bench and he's got Baldwin down there with 31, yeah. Graham at tight end at 23. You know, it's classic, you know, uh, 2020 hindsight. But it, the potential was there to knock off what I think is a pretty juggernaut lineup in the Shoreline's tap room, but not this week. No, not this week, and we both picked him to win. So we continue in our winning ways. Dapper Donald's continuing in their winning ways, 152.1 over the New York Frandogs, 61.6. We used to call this in my old league, if you beat a team by 100, we'd say it was a woodshed game, and and this was pretty darn close. Yeah, yeah, uh, last last week we had a game that there was a lapping going on. This nearly lapped twice. (laughs) Dapper Donald's nearly tripling the Frandogs score. Um, Some of the things we said before the game, that Drew Brees would have a monster game, he really did, 30 points, point seven, and that's with two interceptions. Uh, we said that Eli struggles weirdly against the Washington defense. He did. Um, it's those. It shows up a little less in fantasy, but I mean, basically, Eli made a couple costly turnovers that cost them the game. Uh, we said Chris Ivory. Oh, uh, who knows? Well, we know now. <laughs> he got. He got on the field, which is uh, better than we could say for Rashad Jennings. This yeah, week. he got on the field for 14 yards. Mm. Yay, Chris Ivory. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend, uh, really held in check. He had some catches. I mean, he had seven catches, but only 60 yards. Um, that's very sub Larry Fitzgerald. The Bills defense really did a great job of keeping him and uh, Carson Palmer really in check. Uh, the Pats offense, can they ever even get into field goal position? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> they scored three touchdowns, I believe, in if it wasn't the first quarter. It was nearly, nearly all, only in the first quarter. Um, and that's really all they needed. And uh, we got Fozzie in the game. <laughs> Gotta love Fozzie. Ah! <laughs> For the predictions, uh, Dean, you picked the uh, Fran Dogs. 
if you, again, he's got to get a healthy lineup out there. Stafford on the bench had 34. Pryor on the bench had 33. There's some firepower on this team, but every week he seems to get one of those late injuries uh, that doesn't get subbed out. So yeah, and you got to wonder if Terrell Pryor at some point will actually become the quarterback for the Browns. Um, I right. know he took a couple of years off, but that was his natural position in college. Um, I did pick the Dapper Donalds, so um, well, there were, yeah. There weren't too many teams that were going to beat the Dapper Donalds this week. Ah, uh, so. no. <laughs> In our last game, the Norwegian Oil Rigs, uh, nearly 131 points over the Snuggly Ducklings 90. Yeah, and in this one, um, you know, we had some keys to the game. Uh, really, quarterbacks, uh, James Winston versus the Rams D, and the Rams D has either been trash or fantastic. Uh, they were the trash version against James Winston fantasy-wise. Um, and uh, Snuggly Ducklings, really, Cam Newton started off on fire, um, rushing to touchdown but then the turnover started to happen and the minnesota defense really is it might be the most underrated defense in the nfl uh cam was lapped by Jameis winston uh 15.7 to 33.6 uh for the norwegian oil rigs um we wondered when Gurley would have a girly like performance i think 21 points is pretty good what do you say two Absolutely. touchdowns Hey, getting the end zone twice, but up over 20, that's a that's a great game out of your running back. Yep. Uh, we were both high on both of the defenses, the Steelers D and the Panthers D. Well, <laughs> the Steelers D was negative four points. Ouch. <laughs> and the Panthers D was five points at home. Uh, yeah, surprising. I mean, Minnesota, again, good team on defense. Didn't expect their offense to put up so much in Carolina. But they didn't turn the ball over. They didn't give up any sacks. That's, they didn't, you yeah. know, I mean, it was just, they were, they did what, they, they won in a Patriots-like fashion. They made no mistakes. It was ugly, but they won, and that's all that matters. And the Pittsburgh D, I think, you know, any prediction based on that was more not really believing in that Philly offense. Right. Who Right. At, at some point, we're going to have to start to believe because uh, they're looking good week in and week well, out. Well, we'll talk about it for the next week. But um, <laughs> for this week, um, we both picked the Snuggly Ducklings to win. Uh, we were both looking foolish there uh, with the rigs, with the handy victory. Um, another prediction that we made is that um, I would go to the Asbury Park Fest Hall and Beer Garden. That prediction came, came true. Um, you <laughs> predicted that they would do tiki-taki, tiki-taki, hoy, hoy, hoy. I said no. I was wrong. They had an Oompa band there. <laughs> and I sent you a video, I believe. I think you did. Or a Vine or something. Um, so congratulations on being correct on that. Congratulations to me for the <laughs> the wonderful beer that I had and the um, food, ambiance, good company, music, awesome. And if it hasn't gotten out there again, Polly, happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Comes around every year. Uh, at, at the end you're, of week you're two... Me again. I, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> at the end of week two, we had done the picks, and I was plus two in the win-loss column. Um, this week, you were four and three. I was three and four. So now I am down to plus one in the uh-huh. win-loss column. So I'm only back you are clawing back in it. Your your method of picking opposite me has paid off, but I still get to pick the games first. So let's go to this week's matchups. All right, kicking off week four, my Metroville heroes battling the aforementioned injury-riddled New York Friend Dogs. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I I, I, I almost can't. I, me picking the Friend Dogs is like me not picking the Shoreline Tap Room at this point. Uh, but that's not very exciting to listen to. You know, I mean, let's let's start off. Um, Eli Manning's playing Minnesota, uh, Minnesota with a dominant performance over a superior quarterback in Cam Newton. I kind of fear Eli's life in this case. 
Um, he doesn't take a ton of sacks. He might take a ton of sacks this time. Uh, Brandon Marshall playing against Seattle um, in New York, so it's a West Coast team traveling east. But I think Seattle's maybe a little bit of a different animal. Um, and then, you know, again, he's, he's got that Jets D playing Seattle. That actually might be a big difference maker because it's Seattle offense. Again, we said it last week, and it, it did kind of show there's injury there at the quarterback position. So uh, we'll see. On your team, Johnson, after kind of being bottled up by the Bills, gets to play the Rams. And the Rams defense has been awesome, trash, and trash. I think Arizona has about a bounce-back game. I don't see them getting bottled up, and this is really... They kind of can't lose to uh, the Rams because to, to lose to them... The Rams, I think, are in first place. <laughs> um, even though they have... Where does that sound? Yeah, I know, right? Um, and, <laughs> the L.A. Rams are in first and place. And I don't think they have scored an offensive touchdown. They did have one, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, okay, so they had one... So in three games, they've had one offensive touchdown, so... That's kind of maybe a must-win. I see you've got Fleener back in the lineup. You told me yes! to. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yep. I'm trying to play the matchup. Fleener at San Diego just looks better to me than putting Tammy in there against Carolina's team. Yeah, and, and really, I, I think Fleener and Drew Brees are working up a rapport, and uh, I think that's going to be a go-to car- uh, target. That might take targets away from uh, the other, or the wideouts rather, for New Orleans. I think that Fleener can be that outlet that Breeze hasn't had since uh, Jimmy Graham got traded to the Seahawks. But, uh, yeah, Cardinals D, I mean, again, L.A., horrible on offense. So, you know what? I I have to give you the edge in this one, Mr. Dean. Yeah, I'm going to pick me as well. I I just think some of the matchups are going to be challenging uh, on, on the Fran Dog side. And, you know, you've mentioned them already, so... I am hoping to move on to a three and one. I can tell you with with very big certainty, do not put Ryan Tannehill in your lineup. You know, <laughs> I, I saw an, and I w- wish I had it in front of me. I, I saw an interesting stat about it was ta- the article was actually about Andrew Luck. Yes, and it was talking about the you know through four seasons, you know Dan, oh, the guys you'd expect here: Dan Marino, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and then it was like Andy Dalton and Ryan Tannehill. Right. As far as most passing yards and most passing touchdowns right. through the first four years, so Tannehill puts up numbers. Yes, I just I just don't trust him. He's, he's, <laughs> he 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 is your prototypical uh, serviceable quarterback in the NFL. Great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I mean the yards are usually there, and, and you know what? There's so much in garbage time. Yes. But uh, in a fantasy game, you don't care if you're getting your passing no. yards in the first. Or the it fourth. doesn't matter if those two touchdowns come in the fourth, and it makes it. 52 to 17 <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. it just doesn't matter and the defense is not going to play as as uh as tight either either but i still think you get to win even if you put Tannehill in. <laughs> that's not gonna happen i won't even say unlikely <laughs> it's not gonna happen in fact if uh if luck gets hurt or actually he is questionable this week if, if he for some reason isn't playing i'll probably check the wire before i begrudgingly go to Tannehill. right well, let's take a peek at your game you are taking on scott's cruisers yeah, uh, I've, I, I have actually some decisions to make. Um, I haven't set my final lineup yet. I'm going with uh, what I got in here now. Um, one of the things that I'm really looking at is if Sammy Watkins is going to play um, for Buffalo in New England. Um, he's, he's got nagging uh, foot injury from his offseason surgery, but in this case, it's self, kind of self-inflicted. One of his teammates stepped on his foot during the walkthrough, oh, really? which is why he didn't play last Sunday. So, wow. you know, I'm trying to I'm, – I'm paying attention to that. Julian Edelman will definitely be in. Um, it would, if if, if um, Watkins can play, Robert Woods is coming out. 
Uh, but that's a bill for a bill. So, you know, that's easy. Um, I might take Chris Hogan out. I'm not sure. Belichick really likes to get players to play well against their former teams. And that's where Chris Hogan came from. Um, I am definitely keeping in the Bills D after their masterful, masterful performance against Arizona. Um, I mean, that's one of the league's top five offenses um, and really shut them down. Um, looking at Scott's cruisers, Matt Ryan scares the bejesus out of me. Um, the only thing that might temper my enthusiasm for Matt Ryan is that he is playing Carolina. Um, Carolina kind of got embarrassed last week. Carolina is not one of those teams that gets embarrassed twice. Um, speaking of embarrassed, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, I, 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 he, I, I have, a, I, I don't quite know. He seems to be a bit too immature to have the, okay, I really need to refocus and resettle on what I'm doing. Um, if you didn't see, he had kind of a, a on, on field spat with, um, with Washington, uh, particularly with Josh Gordon, Josh, Norman. Josh, I keep doing that. Particularly with Josh Norman, um, and then he took it out on the um, the punter's practice net. <laughs> when the punter's practice net hit And then back. it hit him back in the <laughs> neck. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I, Odell could go off. I mean, he could be kind of that, that safety valve for Eli um, as Eli's getting killed. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a Monday night game, so that, that it's going to be interesting if that game hangs in the balance with Odell Beckham Jr.'s performance. Um, but really, I think the unsung hero will continue to be Greg Olson, um, tight end for Carolina. Atlanta's defense, I, I don't think they could stop the Alabama offense in college. Um, so I think Greg Olson puts up another large double-digit number. But, um, you know, look at, looking at the matchups, I don't feel real good about my Bills scoring a lot. Um, I, have, I have a very Bills-heavy uh, lineup. Um, so I think I'm actually going to pick Scott Cruisers this week. Yeah, I think you got a gaping hole in the backfield with the Peterson injury. Yes. And unfortunately, I don't think Asiata is going to fill that bill full time. Um, if you could play one of these wideouts at your running back spot, I'd like your lineup better. <laughs> Much. Um, well, I guess you could probably flip Riddick up there. He might be your, your lone back in this set. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking on the other side. And, you know, Melvin Gordon, I think he might be on his way to 30 this week against New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, I think, can put up some big numbers in Detroit. And I agree with you. I think Olsen could be a key to that game. So. I am looking at Scott's Cruisers to get yet another W. Yep. Make it pink. Taking on Project Badass. This is a, a pretty close prediction according to the website. Right now, current lineups, they're saying 117 to 114. What say you? Yeah, well, this is another interesting one because Ben Roethlisberger is playing Kansas City. Kansas City, after shutting out the Namath-like um, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, last hey, week. They, 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 they put up three. Uh, but no, they shut him out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm not saying they no, shut the team out. I think he threw two touchdowns last week. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> two Kansas City. You're 100% right. Um, I, I think Roethlisberger, though, is a different animal. Um, and uh, they do get their number one running back back um, from suspension, Le'Veon Bell. So, um, I, you know, I, I think in the matchup of quarterbacks, I, I got to give the edge to Roethlisberger over Mariota. Mariota's playing Houston. Yes, Houston's depleted, but they're still a really good team. And Tennessee is still Tennessee. Um, Ingram's going to get his points um, at running back. I think he'll do better than Sims. Um, you know, uh, Des Bryant I think is out, so I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see what what's going to happen there because he has a um, stress fracture in his knee, I believe. Um, so that's not good. Who knows if Rob Gronkowski is going to play? He's played. He's not played. Um, he decoyed. He decoyed. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, Patriots D. 
you know, they're playing at home. They play well at home. Um, they'll probably get a couple turnovers. Um, they'll definitely cause a fumble or two um, as to whether or not they recover them. Um, that remains to be seen. But the ball seems to always be out. But I'm going to have to give the edge to make it pink, and I think Ezekiel Elliott runs roughshod over San Francisco's defense. Yeah, that Roethlisberger versus the KCD is a, a matchup right within this fantasy match. Yes. So that'll be interesting to see just how much he can uh, put up on them, like you said, coming KC coming off the monster week last week. And that could be a big uh, swing, too, because as absolutely. he scores, their score is going to go down. Yeah, again, and I, you know, I, th- I think Project Badass does have a good lineup, but as Des Bryant continues to struggle, you know, no quarterback, he's hurt himself now. Gronkowski not in there. Uh, you know, you start losing your, your top picks like that, and it's probably why he's had a, a struggle at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to go with you and agree. Make it pink gets the win. Yeah, Project Badass uh, joining me in the, in the cellar. The Monkey up next. Team Monkey taking on Tucker's Luck. A battle of Titan one and two teams. Um, you've got, uh, the aforementioned Wilson from Seattle traveling east to battle in the uh, New York Jets. Jets actually play defense very differently when they're at home. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of space for Wilson. I think he is still injured, hobbled, knee, ankle, who knows? He's not going to have his typical escapability. And I'd like to point out the Jets D actually played pretty decently yes. last week. Their offense gave up more points than their defense yes. did. Um, and they were on the field for like... More than I, I, I want to say, they were on the field for well more than half the game. Um, I want to oh, I want to say it was more, almost two thirds. Um, but and then interestingly, he's got Matt Forte, so he's got the opposing quarterback running back um, situation going on, and the Seahawks D. So it's one of those things, you know, Matt Forte. Eh, it, can he run against that Seahawks D? I don't I don't know. It depends. If they get up early, I think they will. Um, again, Jason Witten a beast, but who's throwing the ball? I mean, Jack, Dak is doing well. He's not, I think he's thrown one touchdown pass now. Um, his role really has been to manage the game and not lose them the game. He has no turnovers and he's got three wins. So clearly something's going on there that's working well in the NFL, but not so much for fantasy. Uh, Team Monkey, Carson Palmer, I, I don't know. Did he take his potion? Is he Jekyll or Hyde? Um, looking at Emmanuel Sanders again, Tampa Bay's defense has been laughable. Um, you got Henry for San Diego playing against New Orleans, whose defense has been laughable. Um, I don't think Baldwin's going to do much of anything against the Jets. And uh, the Redskins' D is playing Cleveland. They might score four touchdowns. Um, you know, I mean, looking at this, um, you know, I'm sorry, Monkey, but, you know, with, with so many question marks, even though Emmanuel Sanders is the stud, I got to go with Tucker's luck. I think his upside is a little bit higher with Antonio Brown and Matt Forte. Uh, I think Palmer's going to bounce back like you were talking about, Jekyll or Hyde. I think you're going to get the good one this week. And he's playing the Rams, who yeah, their defense has been yay or nay. The, there there was a hill sighting in Cincinnati this past yes! week, so hopefully that continues for the monkey. And Hopkins is one of the few wideouts out there that can answer Antonio Brown in the stats column. So uh, I think Sanders' matchup and particularly Henry's matchup are going to be huge, and I'm picking the monkey to get the win. See, and that's interesting. Monkey can actually help his cause if he if he decides to take out Henry um, and put in Jimmy Graham. Well, he could flex one of them. Yep. Could actually play them both. Yep, that's true. We'll see what he does. All right, the Dapper Donalds taking on Dixie Landing's Alligators, and we can't go by these predictions on the website because there's some bye weeks kicking in, so Aaron Rodgers will not be in the No, he will not. 
So, uh... And, and looking through the back of this. Yeah, I'm looking in the back of Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, are you going to get Fitzmagic or are you going to get Fitztragic? Um, again, it's at home. The, the, and honestly, the Jets are a very different home team. Um, I anticipate he not have the performance that he had last week in Kansas City. I also don't think he's going to have the performance that he had in Buffalo. Um, that was all world. Um, but I, I think he has a serviceable time. He's not going to be giving up two touchdowns. Um, Broncos defense against Tampa Bay. Um, Broncos defense. I mean, what can you say? Uh, Landry for Miami has actually come on pretty well. Um, they play actually Thursday. Um, Shane Vereen is going to have to get subbed out because I believe he's injured. Um, so, you know, it's it's going to be tough to see who they put in uh, really at running back. Um, but, uh, you know, turning over to the Dapper Donalds, Drew Brees. What can you say? The guy's good for like 30 points every week. Larry Fitzgerald held in check last week. I don't think that happens against the Rams. Um, Dennis, Dennis Pitta, who hasn't played football in like two or three years, back at tight end for Baltimore. <laughs> um, and again, Oakland gives up points or uh, gives up yards like candy. So, uh, you know, that's something that can happen. He's got the Ravens defense. Um, Guskowski, the kicker. I actually think that Guskowski will get um, quite a few attempts uh, for field goals playing against Buffalo's defense. Um, for this one, I, I think uh, the Dapper Donalds take it. It'll be interesting to see, like you said, the, the Fitzpatrick in there for Rodgers because that's a that's a, that's a step down. Huge, huge drop. <laughs> yes, off. I mean it's a step down no matter what, but it's a potential huge drop off. Uh, you know, Vereen coming out for something off the bench, I think, will be uh, less impactful. Uh, I still don't think Jamal Charles is going to be out there, no. so that's a big loss there. Yep. Um, but, you know, so Land- like you said, Landry's coming on. Uh, Julio Jones is not going to have two bad ones in a row, no. although he is facing a tough Carolina D. So I'm going to look – and actually uh, Vincent Jackson with a very tough matchup in Denver. So the- really bad matchups, I think, on the Dixie Landing side. On the other side, Freeman against Carolina, that's no walk in the park. Uh, you know, Fitzgerald, like you said, uh, L.A., sometimes good, sometimes awful. Sanu in Carolina – probably not a great matchup. No. So yeah. I think both these teams may end up being held a little bit in check compared to what they normally score. Um, but I am going to have to go with the Dapper Donalds. All righty. All right. We got our second to last matchup here. The Snuggly Ducklings taking on Totally Radical Islam. Totally. Um, and, and here, you know, I'm, I'm looking at these. I think LaShawn, um, you know, he's going up against a tough New England team. New England really likes to take away the number one weapon, and if Sammy Watkins is not going to play, the number one weapon is going to be LaShawn McCoy. Um, I don't think he gets nearly as much production as he got last week. Um, he does, she does have, or I'm sorry, he, Ken, uh, does have uh, a bye player in Jordan Matthews because Philly's on the bye. Can't sub in Randall Cobb, he's on the bye. Ryan Matthews is on the bye looking at his bench. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Will he put in Reggie Bush? I wouldn't, but he could. No. <laughs> um, could also put in, um, you know, I mean. I'd go with Shepard. Shepard, well, Moncrief's hurt. Yeah, Moncrief's hurt, so there's that. So it's Shepard. So <laughs> and um, and looking at the quarterbacks, I mean, I, I don't know if I would have Derek Carr in there either playing Baltimore. Um, I, it's tough. Now the bye weeks begin. This is where the GM play comes in um, and becomes really, really stout. Looking at the Ducklings, I, uh, Cam Newton. Atlanta, track me. DeMarco Murray, Houston, just run right up the middle. Eric Decker, every week, except last week, catches a touchdown. Um, Steelers D, uh, you know, again, I, I think they they they're got a little embarrassed by the rookie in Philly. Um, and I'm picking the Ducklings in this one. 
I don't have much to add. I gotta agree. I mean, uh, you know, AJ Green, I think, is still due. He had a big week one, been a little bit quiet. Um, you know, like you said, McCoy, I think, is has potential, but it is New England, and New England always finds a way to, to shut down they that do. number one option. So. They do. Snuggly Ducklings in a close one. Yep. And a couple of real strong teams here. The juggernaut that is the Shoreline Taproom taking on the Norwegian Oil Rigs. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, Philip Rivers again. <laughs> New Orleans defense. Nope. They can't stop anything. <laughs> Can you get to 60? Yeah. Can you get 60 this week? <laughs> uh, you got uh, Robinson for Jacksonville. They're playing in London. So that game's at Sunday at 930. That'll be fun. Uh, Indianapolis again with six defensive backs injured. Um, Amari Cooper for Oakland playing Baltimore. That will not be easy. Vikings D playing the Giants. The Giants giveth and the Giants taketh away. Um, so, you know, the Vikings D might score um, if Eli can't control the ball. Um, for Looking at the rigs, Jameis Winston has actually had really good fantasy games, um, even two weeks ago when he threw four interceptions. Um, Gurley seems to be coming on, and Arizona showed to be a lot susceptible to the run up the middle, so I expect actually Gurley to be the uh, player of the game for the rigs, and the rigs will beat the Shoreline Taproom for Taproom's first loss of the season. This is uh, the last week without Tom Brady, right? We're on week four now. This so is correct. Because uh, one of the things I'm looking at on the on the rig side is uh, Winston and Denver. Yes. Or home for Denver, I should say. Uh, that is that is a tough matchup. It's a tough matchup for any quarterback. It is. And uh, if he could have flipped over to Brady, I think I'd like his chances a little no, better. No, no, no. The Bills defense, though, they, they keep Tom Brady. He wins. Don't get me wrong. He does but win. the Bills defense keeps him in check statistically lately. Col- Coleman off three touchdowns last week, uh, but now against Carolina. I can see why he's on the bench. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to predict. I'm having a hard time going back and forth. The site does I, predict the tap room to win. I know they do, and I want to pick against you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Well. Uh, so, so uh, I, I'm just I'm not loving the where and the Howard and the flex spot for the tap room. You know, they got Jordy Nelson's on a bye, so they can't get go to the you know the, their number one there. But he's going to find a way. Shoreline tap room gets the win. That's interesting. What really could be the key to this match, and the, and this sounds so funny that it's going to be a defense. But, again, the Giants, Monday night, they play very differently. I don't know what it is about the Giants. When they are on the national spotlight, the Giants seem to rise to the occasion. Uh, um, It could come down to that Vikings defense needing to do something, Um, whether it be get a turnover, limit the Giants to points. um, will be interesting. We will be paying attention. If you're paying attention, please tweet along as the games are going on. Use our hashtag. Hashtag B-A-B-F-F-L. Let us know. Trash talk. It's been awesome. I got to give some shout outs to uh, Monkey in particular. Um, has been talking trash, as has uh, Nick Waymania, with everybody that he faces, which is really great. All right. Well, whatever the keys to the game are, we'll be talking about them next week. So, uh, Paulie and everybody else, good luck in week four, and we'll check in next week. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. <laughs>